0: Welcome to the latest episode of Schnepp's Connects. Fall is certainly in the air, and that means it's time to visit your local farms for fall festivals, pumpkin patches, cider donuts, and a lot more. And New Yorkers who don't want to travel too far to the countryside can visit right here in New York City, Queens County Farm Museum, which showcases a 300-year history of agriculture as a way of life in New York City. Today, I have Jennifer Weprin, the executive director of the Queens County Farm Museum to talk about New York City's only farm. Prior to joining Queens County Farm, Jennifer served as director of cultural affairs and tourism to former Queensboro president Melinda Katz. In nearly four years as executive director, she has expanded the farm's programming capabilities, increased visitation and showcased New York's agricultural roots. A champion of the arts and culture, having previously worked at the Louis Armstrong House Museum in Corona, Queens, in the Queens Theater, Jennifer continues to promote the farm as a sustainability staple for the city. So, Jen, great to have you here. Thanks so much.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to connect.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, I, I didn't even realize myself that Queens County Farm recently celebrates its 325th anniversary. Is that right?
1: Yeah, isn't that an incredible milestone in New York City? Our data goes back to 1697, and it has been continually farmed since then. It's quite an incredible accomplishment as New York City grew around us.
0: So talk about how the farm promotes healthy eating and sustainability.
1: Well, we have robust education programs for students of all ages. I should say learners of all ages. Obviously, we have our iconic school to farm education program that brings New York City students and students from all around the region to our site to connect with nature and farming and agriculture. And Queens Farm is a regenerative farm. So we really talk about the life cycle of the farm and how you start with a seed and end up with your food, and then it goes back into compost. And we also have adult education classes as well. So it's really a program that we've developed over our long history since the 70s, and um, we get people from all over to partake in it.
0: Love it. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm happy that we're able to connect right here in the beginning of September because the Queens County Fair, the annual event, is from September 9th to the 11th. So maybe you could share some of the highlights of, of what people could expect.
1: Absolutely. It's one of my favorite events at the farm. It really kicks off our fall season. It's the opening weekend of the Amazing Maze Maze. And the maze continues from that weekend all the way through Halloween, culminating with our Halloween festival on Halloween. So it's really a great period in New York City. The, the air is cooler. Kids are back at school. Grown ups are paying more attention to the environment around them now that the summer has settled down. And so the fair just connects all of that wonderful history of Queens and agriculture to families, to the community. It's opening weekend, as I mentioned, of the Amazing Maze Maze. We have carnival rides, midway games, pie eating contests, corn husking contests, hay rides, and incredible list of entertainment as well. There's a main stage and the family entertainment tent. So there's something for everybody at the fair.
0: And I assume it's a ticketed event. Like how do people find out like information? It about is it at queensfarm.org.
1: What? You can buy tickets at queensfarm.org.
0: Yeah. I mean, you really have to see the corn maze to recognize it is a real corn maze.
1: Yeah. Nearly three acres. It's a lot of corn. It's really hard. Sometimes I find it very challenging. Some of our younger visitors zip right through that really fast. I think they're fearless. It's a wonderful puzzle. It's engaging. This year, the maze is a Georgia O'Keefe for the first time. It may be the first time Georgia O'Keeffe has been imagined in a corn maze in this wonderful country of ours. So we're thrilled to be able to connect and share that program with the O'Keeffe Museum in New Mexico. They're our program partner on the maze. So very exciting opportunity here. The maze not only is the challenge of working your way through the corn stalks, but there are clues and a game board and a puzzle. So there are layers of challenges built in for those that really want to experience the whole effect of the corn maze.
0: That's fantastic. Is it going to be overlapping the U.S. Open this
1: year? I don't know. I don't work for the US Open. I don't know when the US Open ends. I'm not sure. Yeah, I
0: it. was just there though, last night, and you know, it, it's amazing what happens right there in the park. You know, it's incredible how much traffic it gets, and you know, how, what an international destination Queens becomes.
1: It really. Well, yeah. I'm obviously, as you know from my background, I love Queens. There's so much rich culture and history here, um, and food. You can't go wrong with the food in Queens. Um, you shouldn't be eating anywhere else in New York City but Queens.
0: So I hear that there's a new education center coming to the farm, and I'd love to hear kind of what people can expect or what the vision is for it.
1: Yeah, it's really quite exciting for us. It's game-changing for the organization. Um, As I mentioned, our school-to-farm class trip programs, these education programs, we Typically, prior to COVID, we brought in over 130,000 students a year, which is a lot through these programs. But when it rained, my team is on the phone making phone calls saying, it's raining. I think we need to reschedule your visit. So building for the first time, it's going to be nearly 18,000 square feet building. And it really will help us expand capacity, continue to serve the public, enrich all of the great programs that we already do now, and give us an opportunity to grow new ones. As you know, I like farm puns. We raised $26 million with thanks to our friends in government the mayor's office department of cultural affairs borough president donovan richards and obviously our friends in the city council spearheaded by linda lee of course and so we are just thrilled the beginning stages of the design phase right now
0: and is there something you know that you feel is like a hidden gem or hidden secret there when people come to visit
1: i think it's our little piggies <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, the, the farm uh, has been known for, you know, this year it's the 39th year of the Queens County Fair. We just had our 41st year of the Thunderbird American Indian Powell. So we've been presenting iconic programming for decades now but our little piggies we have two little heritage breed pigs and they are just adorable their names are pumpkin and spice halloween is their birthday so it does tie all back into our our fall theme and they're just so small but not small (laughs) at the same time i think of all the new york city residents they might have been the most happy this summer they had these luxury mud baths on the farm our littlest visitors who are stand as tall as they do, you can see them really up close lying in the mud. And I think it's a really great experience for families to see that.
0: What other animals can people expect to see at the farm?
1: We have steer, we have goats, we have sheep, we have hens, and we have alpacas. We have our annual sheep sharing festival in May. And again, that really is an opportunity for us to connect um, the public to the life cycle of the farm and show what happens, why it's important to take care of our animals, pay attention to the environment, to be as sustainable as possible, and just to have a nice time connecting to all that at the farm.
0: Talk a little bit about the pumpkin patch, because I know that's a hugely popular thing for families to be doing.
1: Absolutely. It's one of my favorites. And um, coming out of COVID, you know, we had been open. I think we closed in mid-March around the 13th or so in 2020 due to the COVID and uh, was an early organization that was able to open because we are an outdoor site. And we opened on yeah. August 2nd that summer. But we had uh, socially distanced our corn maze, which was interesting project uh, pumpkin patch all of the different activation points outdoors on the farm and one of the things that came out of that growth period for us because it was a growth period even though it was we were forced to face many challenges we really did grow and it was that previously the corn maze was open on Saturdays and Sundays only in the month of october but the crowds came people were looking for to connect and and have some enrichment outdoors and so the corn maze is now officially open october 1st through the 31st First, for the entire month, every day, because people want to buy pumpkins every day of the month sure. of October. So, why not come on down to Queens Farm and enjoy it? We have food trucks, we have a beer garden. There's lots of opportunity to really relax and enjoy yourselves and, and get those prize fall pumpkins.
0: And you're right off the Grand Central, right? I mean, I guess if you can give people like a vision of where you guys are located exactly right off Little Neck Parkway and like between the Grand Central, right?
1: That's right. Queens County Farm Museum, 47 acres of farmland in Queens, like nothing else happening like that in New York City. We're just south of the Grand Central Parkway right before it turns and it goes into Nassau County. So it's really the Queens-Nassau border. The Q46 bus comes up Union Turnpike. So that is a way to get to us on mass transit. And we're not far from two Long Island railroad stops, both south and north of us as well.
0: And it's never too early to plan for Halloween. So what do you guys have planned for Halloween? We
1: have our annual, uh, that's a really great point because we have our annual Halloween festival. And no matter how much we really try to expand capacity, it sells out really, really fast. So I do encourage anyone who wants to plan for Halloween (laughs) to, to
0: scoop up those tickets really soon. That's great. You know, listen, it's really a crown jewel in Queens and to be able to have so much open space and, and really for people that, you know, can't get to farms that are, you know, on the countryside or out east on Long Island or New Jersey, you know, it's a fantastic option for adults and and really families.
1: Yeah, that's a really great point because for so many of our younger visitors, it is their first visit to a working farm and maybe their only visit to a working farm and Queens County farm museum is free admission 354 days per year, which I think is really important. So all of October, except for the Halloween festival is free admission. You can pay for programming like the maze or do other things or buy your pumpkin or just enjoy the grounds. It's open and accessible. And I think that's really important to mention as much as these great ticket events are a lot of fun and really interesting. So is our site the rest of the year and enrich lives and help our youngest visitors understand why it's important to be more sustainable as we look at the global warming, the issues with the environment. New York City is working really hard to be zero waste by 2030. That's a very aggressive goal. And how do we each as a family, as individuals work toward that? Coming and visiting Queen's Farm will help you understand that and make small changes in your life as far as recycling and composting and, and learning to grow your own food.
0: That's fantastic. What about relationships with any schools in the area? Do you guys work directly with any of the schools?
1: We do. Again, prior to COVID, the class trip programs hadn't been ha- are just coming back online in full force, it seems, this fall, which is fantastic for for our young learners um, and probably for their educators as well to get out of the classroom and get off Zoom. We work very closely with so many of our our local schools. Um, We work very closely with CUNY, actually, and we do a food drive for CUNY every year. We kick that off around Thanksgiving and bring that through the end of Christmas. We work very hard to employ CUNY students, you know, so many of those students juggling, paying for their own education, working more than one job. And so the programming at Queen's Farm gives them an opportunity to build their resumes, not just work a job to make some money, but to do something that might be in line with what they're studying and wanting to a career path in after they graduate. And also an opportunity for um, employment in a way that could fit into their schedule. So we really work very hard to support our friends at CUNY. Those students are really important and their success is important to, to us and to our community, to New York City.
0: A hundred percent. Well, I hope everyone now knows where they can get their pumpkins and their cider donuts and, and a whole lot more at the Queens County Farm Museum. Thank you, Jen, for so much for being with us.
1: Thank you. It's such a pleasure. Thank you so very much.
0: Yeah, likewise. Great to see you. Make sure to subscribe to Schneps Connects wherever you get your podcasts or stream us online at podcast.schnepsmedia.com.